welcome to episode one of the Sound Shaman podcast. My name is Rami, aka Sound Shaman. Today is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, February 29th, 2012. Boy, it feels good to say that. It's 2012. Yes, it is, everybody. Every time I see that now, I start to question it. I think I'm living in, I don't know, fantasy world. 2012 seems so far off, right? And uh, it's just kind of snuck up on us. Wait one second, I'm cooking some quinoa. I think it's done. I'll be back. And we're back with the Sound Shaman Podcast, episode one. That's right, I'm cooking some quinoa. It's a delicious grain. This quinoa comes all the way from the mystical village of Canada, which is actually a country. It's not a village, as some might have a thought before. I actually really love Canada. It's the gentler America. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm, I don't know how this meal is going to turn out because... I don't really have much food in the house, and I just combined a can of chopped tomatoes, some random spices, and chopped ginger, and I'm I'm not sure if they're getting along. It might be a disaster, but I'll still eat it, because it's cheap. So how's this going to go? Well, people have been telling me to make a podcast. Um, This podcast is going to be a combination of music, art, um, philosophical ramblings, my own experiences and stories, and uh, hopefully it'll help you dream, because I'm a big dreamer, and my dreams have led me to amazing places, and uh, I'm sure yours have too, whether or not you realize it. We are the creators of our own reality, so I went in for an interview today. I'll tell a story about where I am in my life. I recently um, started working at a coffee shop in the area, and uh, I laid in bed the night before I went in to work one day. Um, The job was giving me a lot of stress, even though I have a lot of familiarity um, working in coffee shops as a barista, line cook, and whatnot. So on the outside, it seems like it should have been easy for me, but Um, the way I was being treated, I wasn't a big fan of, and I don't know, I've put up with a lot of shit without getting too upset. And, uh, at a certain point you just kind of don't want to take shit from people when you know, you're a divine being of light. You know what I'm saying? So I laid in bed one night before work. I was dreading the next day at work and, uh, I asked for guidance. I asked the universe, my spirit guides for guidance, which I hadn't done in a while because I felt pretty much on the right track, you know? And usually when I don't ask for something for a while and I do, it's manifested pretty quickly. So that night, my doggies. So that night, my dreams were very intense and very clear. Um, I had a dream that my family came to visit um, without telling me. They just showed up and called me from the airport. And so I had to go pick them up. And when I asked them what they were doing and why they didn't tell me that they were coming, uh, they said, we told you we were going to come. Just like, you know, we'll come visit you in San Diego. It's like, no, well, why didn't you tell me 
that you're actually coming this Wednesday, you know. But most of the dream revolved around my little nephew, Horace, who um, is awesome. Absolutely amazing. He just turned three years old. And that kid has music running in every cell of his entire body. It's kind of amazing. I've never seen anything like it in a kid. And even from a baby, you know, he was shaking in his crib. Anytime he heard a, a song, trying to dance to it, almost involuntarily, just like. And then that grew into him playing my guitar with me, playing piano with me, and me just sharing with him my various different instruments. And I have a lot of fun ones, so it was cool. So the dream, he showed up and uh, he was upset with me. He didn't really want to talk. He kind of grew up a little, was talking more to other people. Um, but he was upset because I moved away from Buffalo, New York to San Diego. And uh, I haven't seen him in like four months. So in the dream, he was upset at first and a little reserved. And then finally, we started getting along and like I was chasing him around. and just like the biggest part of the dream that stuck with me was me chasing him and him like laughing and me knowing that he really needed that outlet some way to because he has a lot of energy and he needs some way to he needs an outlet for that energy so i was helping him out with that by chasing him home and so i woke up and i went into work and um the owner at the coffee shop was I don't want to talk bad about anybody but the way that that person chose to communicate what they needed from me um, came out as very condescending throughout the entire day um, the philosophy there is that she really wanted to put the fear of God into me so that maybe I would train faster or maybe that I would leave if I couldn't put up with it but um that's just her philosophy and i don't think she really realized what she was doing so it was just an extremely stressful day and um i just kept ha having visions of my nephew and uh i knew that day that i had to quit and i needed to go back to working with kids because um it's always been my desire in life to help people Whenever someone would ask me what I want to do with my life, I would say, I don't know, but I want to help people. And um, one of my gifts is being able to help children. So I felt like I was going to waste. Like this certain aspect of my personality was dying, working in food service jobs. Um, and that I was doing myself a great disservice and doing the world a disservice because I wasn't using the talents that I was given, you know? And I think those things are there for a reason and we need to pay attention to them. So, yeah, I was like, sure, I can make someone's latte great or have some kind of really funny interaction or compliment someone, make someone feel better about their day in some way. But really all that was was making a coffee shop customer a little happier, you know? And even that was kind of few and far between, and that's not really the way I would like to help people anymore. So after I get off of work, having this just really shitty shift, um, 
I walk in, uh, feeling like breaking down a little bit, and I look on our coffee table, and there's a letter there. to Uncle Rami. I can't believe that the universe is just made up of randomness, and I'd be stupid to ignore signs that are right in front of my face. So, I quit my job.
job, went on Craigslist, found a job for um, working with children with autism, um, ages like 8 to 20 basically. Um, and they take the kids into the community, really, really awesome program, and they had some interviews with parents on the website, and really great video, and they were just expressing how much this program has kind of changed their lives and that's what I want to be a part of I want to be a part of making a change in some way you know and finding a place that can actually do that is pretty special I was nervous about my interview my hair is getting long I was nervous that I'd be judged by whatever, my appearance, my tiny little nose ring and earring, whatever. You know, just those things you worry about before you go in for an interview, for a job that you especially want, you know? And so I got there today kind of nervous, but like I knew I looked really sexy. So I could at least play on my charm. Um, <laughs> just saying, I look good. Um, so I got there and walked in, and so everyone's basically my peer that was there. There were four people, and the program coordinator, the person who was going to interview me, had full sleeves, full sleeve tattoos. Um, very tasteful, like Japanese black and white waves and koi and whatnot. And I was just like instantly, this huge wave was just off. I was like, almost wanted to laugh to myself. I was like, fuck yes, you know. <laughs> what are my people? <laughs> just like, so stoked. Um, so I think the feeling was definitely mutual with the group. So we sat down, and turns out he's from New York as well. And uh, just really cool interaction. I think I nailed the interview. Um, I have another location actually much closer to my house, and they asked me if I would be able to work there if they needed me. And so I got a double chance right now, hoping to hear back something good from them soon. Hmm. So that's an update on my life, and there's I could talk for way longer, but I'm going to play some music. Okay, so the song I'm going to play is by Sean Lee's Ping Pong Orchestra, and the song is called Kiss the Sky. I just discovered the song recently, but uh, I think it's been around for a little while, but I bet you haven't heard it.
snacking on some quinoa right now. And it's pretty good. It's it's good. I think I I definitely like some of the chunks of ginger were way too big and I just bit into one and it was pleasant at first and then just ruined my mood for a second because it was way too intense. But it's still pretty delicious for being really cheap and good for you. It's a great substitute for a meat-eating diet. Quinoa. Get it at your local grocer. This message is brought to you by Quinoa. Little tiny beige beads that grow in water if you cook them the right way. Namaste. So I think the universe is trying to tell me something. And just during this little break, it became kind of clear. So recently with my experience of my mind creating, um, you know, worst case scenario, shit, my computer's dying. Our minds create so many horrible scenarios. Even if we're pretty positive thinkers, our mind is still attempting to um, dream up the worst possible scenario or worse than likely scenario for something that we're stressed about. That's where stress comes from, everybody. Your mind. So I was worried about my appearance, basically, at this interview. Not worried about my experience, because I have experience um, working with kids and working with kids with disabilities, so I wasn't so much worried about that. But I was worried with how I look. And so I get into the interview and instantly see that all the time that I had worried about the interview was completely, completely unnecessary and a complete waste of energy because my interviewer had full sleeves of tattoos and I was worried about looking too cool. <laughs> too, I don't know what the adjective is. I was worried about looking too alternative, even though I don't really, but that's just my mind. So then just now tonight, you know, I, um, it's called the Sound Shaman Podcast because I've actually been trained as a shaman in uh, tradition coming from the High Indies Mountains in Peru. I was really excited at first to get this house, and one of the sources of my excitement was our backyard because that meant that I could buy a fire pit and finally have ceremonial fires on new and full moons because that's a big part of my practice and yeah my tradition and my training but it involves shaking a rattle loudly and singing and is usually done in a group um, a lot of people take it home and do it on their own and it's suggested that you do it whether you're with others or not but when you're when you've experienced large full moon fires new moon fires with groups of amazing medicine women and men and then you take it home it can be difficult not to get discouraged that you're doing this weird ceremony by yourself 
And of course it's not really weird, it's beautiful and you're honoring the earth and you're honoring the sky and you're honoring different animals, you're honoring your ancestors, you're honoring your past, your future, what you wish to release, what you wish to take into your life, what needs healing. You're honoring and reflecting on those things that you've been ignoring and it's a place of a lot of healing but it's also very personal. And um, I've been nervous to do a ceremony in the backyard. Just now, when I was cooking the quinoa, I heard that familiar sound. Someone was shaking a rattle outside. And so I stopped and I opened the door a little bit more. And then I opened the window, and just to be sure that, yeah, someone was doing something weird next door. <laughs> someone was shaking a rattle. And there was no song, but there was rattle. And the rattle wasn't the same rhythm that I would shake my rattle to during ceremony. But it was there, and they were doing something. And they're next door. And it showed me again that my mind formulates this entire reality that has nothing to do with the real world. And I think it's my ego. Because the ego produces a lot of fear. And I think mine does. Of course it does.
I'm going to love myself more. I had this experience once with this plant medicine journey, and I journeyed with the milkweed plant, and I went into an altered state, not under the influence of any drugs, but through repetitive drumming. And um, I journeyed with the milkweed, and what I saw was that the milkweed always has its leaves outstretched, right? It's always accepting the sun. Whether the sun is there, or it's behind the clouds, or it's nighttime, the milkweed plant, and almost all plants, are always with their arms, their appendages, their leaves, spread out wide open. If someone walks by them, they don't close their leaves. They don't shy away. They don't show only part of themselves. They're there. They're naked. They're fully naked, fully vulnerable, all of the time. And I saw that that was my solution. That was my medicine to take from the milkweed plant, to keep my arms outstretched, to keep my true self shining, no matter what the situation is. That's where I wish to get to in my life. And I'm thinking, I'm, I think I'm taking the steps to get there. I'm going to play another song. I don't know what song that's going to be. This is one of those songs that makes me spread my leaves wide open and expose my true self. It's a song by Reichsap featuring Karen Dreiger Anderson, a.k.a. Fever Ray, a.k.a. Um, lead vocalist in The Knife. And she is definitely a shaman witch. There's no doubt about that.
That song is the shit. Watch the video. Watch that music video and just blast off into space and let your dreams take hold of the entire universe. I am the storm. I am the wonder. What more can I ask for? <sighs> okay. Where else am I in my life? Um, Odie and I, my friend Odie, and I, Rami, um, we have formed a band called Baby Buffalo, and I drove all the way from Buffalo, New York, to California, and a big reason I made that move was to follow my heart, and my heart was playing music. Um, I had to be away from music for about five years, because my body got really sick, and um, I was physically unable to play music. Um, that story is for another episode, but to make a long story very short, it showed me how precious my life is, how precious my body is, and how precious falling my dreams are because none of us really knows how much time we have on this planet and um, why the fuck would I want to waste it doing something that I don't love or at least, why would I want to waste it not at least trying to do something that I love? At least trying. At least going for it. And then figuring things out. Of course, we all have to do things that we don't want to do. That's life. That's being an adult. But it's bullshit to think that we have to sell our souls to corporations that we hate. Illuminati. All right. So, yeah. Um... We we went into the studio a couple days ago, recorded all the drums for the new EP. There's four songs right now. I think there's going to be five. Um, the fifth song is already done. We just need to record the drums. But we're going up to L.A. Um, on Tuesday, a week from yesterday, to record all the vocals. Make or break it. It's totally going to make it, though. So, yeah, I'm so, so excited. There's this huge drive in me to... In that area, there's so much musically that I want to achieve that I haven't achieved yet. And I want to show the world there's such a yearning inside of me to let people know, no, this is what's inside. (laughs) It's been trying to come out for so long. This is it. It's such a yearning. And um, it's deep deep within the core of my being and it makes me restless it makes me want to perfect every song i release from now on and um, the songs are starting to sound pretty really pretty the song i'm going to play now is called year and nightlight um i recorded it right before i left buffalo All it took was your face entering my mind To keep me up To keep me up Me up To keep me up Me up
Thank you for listening to the Sound Shaman Podcast. This has been a production in my room. By my room. I hope that um, this podcast can be a way of me to connect with people I've met in my life. People I love. um, All the people back in Buffalo and people here in California and people in a tiny village in China, people in a very large village in the UK, and people in medium-sized villages in the Middle East, and small villages in India, and uh, rural towns in Africa, and uh, cities in Iceland, and plains, people who fly in dreams I'm gonna stop now and um, I deleted my Facebook recently well it's been like two months and I'm starting to feel a need to connect with people so hopefully this can become that outlet alright y'all
peace and love and light and truth. I hope you're creating a beautiful day. Namaste.